Welcome to the Trailer Island Podcast, where we... Oh, jeez, I made that really loud, didn't wow. I? Wow, yeah, that was... That music was really can loud. We, that band are getting closer to Could us. you guys just quieten down a bit, please? Social distancing. In fairness, it's a banger. It is. <laughs> it is. Very consistent every yeah. week, too. They're, they're yeah. good performers, aren't they? They are good session musicians. Good job, guys. You're doing a great job. <laughs> what are we, like, episode 70, and this would be, like, you know, their 70th performance? Ah, oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're up there we're in up the there. 60s. I, oh, I don't know where we are. Uh, yeah, so what are we? Trailer on podcasts. We compare films and their trailers. Did the film do what the trailer promised? Yeah. So guess what? We're doing a TV show this week. <gasps> That's Yay! right. We've done a few TV shows in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, just yeah. in case you think, "Oh, they're doing another, they're doing a film this week," you're like, "No, another TV no, show." It's kind of been a Marvel TV month for us. Hasn't Bonanza, it? it's yeah. been wonderful. Yeah, it's been lovely. I've enjoyed it. Yes, I've well, certainly have. Uh, well, we're coming on the tailor, but yes, it's the last of these series of TV show episodes that we're doing uh, f- for now, at least in this universe <laughs> uh, verse thing. Yep, cool. Yeah. My word's good. Yes, you're doing yeah. really well. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm Alex, and as always, I'm joined by Steve Matthew. And yeah, we're stuck on an island, and all we've got to do is talk about movies and trailers and TV shows. Yeah, it's it's been depressing. Oh, I mean, it's been real sad. They were real sad about this. This is um, uh, I'm an investment banker. Back on this is this is this is torture for me. It's a stopgap. Yeah. (laughs) You guys keep talking about cinematography and like and grading, and I'm like. Someone just talk to me about points. Would, would you like Excel talk, talk, talk to me about interest interest rates? Talk to me about the 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 the, the resources economy, please. We, we could talk. We could do an episode just about the budget of a movie, if that would help. No, <laughs> no. Mm. All right. Okay. Mm. Well, you can catch Steve on his other podcast, Steve and Me. Yeah. The slow money. I can't <laughs> wait to die. <laughs> is that a statement about Steve or is no, that, that, or is be, that, that your subconscious that be, coming out again? <laughs> no, that would be the subtitle to your oh. podcast, I think. Slow There's, money, I can't wait to die. Yeah, exactly. That's, right. <laughs> That's also the title of my next rap album as well. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> That'll also be on Spotify. Well, this has been a very strange opening to this week's episode. Yeah. Well, this is a strange TV show. It is a little bit, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, just in case you haven't guessed by the title of this episode, uh, who would like to introduce this do TV show this week? <laughs> this this week we're talking about uh, Loki. I know what this place is. The timekeepers have built quite the circus. And I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. Big metaphor guy. I love it. Makes you sound super smart. I am smart. I know. Okay. Okay. Please sign to verify this is everything you've ever said. This is absurd. Sign this too. Protect the proper flow of time. You picked up the Tesseract breaking reality. I want you to help us fix it. Why me? I need your unique Loki perspective. Do I get a weapon? Nah. You really believe in this Loki variant? 
Luckily, he believes in himself enough for the both of us. Why? It is adorable that you think you could possibly manipulate me. I'm ten steps ahead of you. You're not big on trust, are you? You can trust me. Hoagie, I've studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. Why never do it again? We touched on it in the last couple of weeks, but this is the culmination. This is like the soundtrack to this show has was what is an absolute banger. It, it is. I was um there's such a good soundtrack. This is fantastic mm. and, and you get a taste of that. What's the what's the what's the instrument when where that like does the real old scary music theremin? The yeah, the theremin. Yeah. They make such good use of that in this soundtrack. It's, this it's is fantastic. um this I don't think I ever skipped the uh, the Loki intro. No, neither did yeah. I. I enjoyed watching every it. Every time I was like, I need to hear the music <laughs> or the closing music as yeah. well. Yeah. It's, always, um, yeah I think what I will say just off the bat is that whilst like WandaVision is, is very much the same as this as well, I think this is the freshest thing that Marvel have done for ages. Yeah. yeah. And no disrespect to the last couple of Avengers films. like They're very good. But this just feels just like... The creativity was let off the tap. Yeah, it's so and the, and the and the soundtrack's such a great place to start because this is such a unique soundtrack mm-hmm. to this and it's so atmospheric. And then we find that the rest of the show has this very unique visual style to it as yeah. well, which is mm. strangely very nineteen seventies slash eighties in its um, decor and all of that. Yeah, I was so impressed by this. Just off, I just want to make that clear to start this framing this conversation was how. <laughs> Pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. I was that Marvel had come up with this. So what's this about? Oh God, Steve, yeah, I'm going to yeah. defer to you on this one. So it takes a, it picks up straight after Endgame when um, mm-hmm. the Avengers had gone back to 2012 and uh, trying to steal the Tesseract there, uh, and they obviously failed in that movie. They dropped the Tesseract, and Loki picks it up, and this sort of picks up immediately after he picks up the Tesseract. He gets flung into the desert and. Um, after he's flung in to the desert, he's, he's, he's picked up by the TVA, the Time Variance Authority. Mm. And they charge him with disrupting the flow of time. Usually you'd get pruned. Usually you'd get pruned from existence. Meaning uh, he gets zapped and gets zapped. Dis- disintegrated, basically. Disintegrated, yeah, uh, Wiped from existence. Mm-hmm. However, this time the TVA are having an issue. Um, there's a variant Loki on the loose and they need Loki's help. Mm. to find and track down this particular variant. I think this is the most important thing that we get clear so that we can talk about this show is the idea of the variants. Mm-hmm. So just by the fact that the TVA exists and they're managing the timelines, it's it does suggest that there's the potential for other timelines and they want to stop that from happening. Mm-hmm. So there are variants which are the same person but different yeah. from different timelines. So think about, you know, if someone, if you go... There's an evening you decide to either stay home to eat or you go out to a restaurant to eat, and that would create a different timeline. The TVA makes sure that whichever one is meant to be the more dominant timeline is the one that prevails. The sacred timeline. The sacred timeline. I think. I think. Does that make sense? Have I explained mm, that yeah. well enough? Again? You're, you're a, a very own Miss Minutes. You are. <laughs> I liked Miss Minutes. Miss I wanted, Minutes was great. Again, another one of those characters that Marvel seem to do where you want more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Owen Wilson is back. Hot damn. Back in the spotlight. Wow. Did, wow. He, did he say... I, he was meant to have said wow at least once in this series, but I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. And I wasn't like sitting there waiting for it. I but, was. 
Did he say it when in wonder? Did did he say wow in wonder? I think he did. I think yeah, I think he did. I reckon he did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's, he's got the kid's he's got face, face and he's like, wow. Oh, God, Steve. He's, he does have a very distinct manner of talking. Yeah, so he's he is a uh, a member of the TVA. He is an analyst, and he has spent his entire working life analyzing how Loki goes about doing his things. Yeah. And so, in this case, I've got an issue where there is a variant of Loki who is getting up to no good, and he's like, "Wow, I'm going to use this Loki that I've now got, and use his skills to." Uh, suss things out. Now, the Loki that we've got in this in this series, who is our main following person, hasn't really gone through the arc that they go yeah. through in the films. Uh, in the film, yeah. so he he's not much of a changed one. He's still that mischievous one that wants to mm. dominate Earth. This is essentially the same Loki that we saw in the very first Avengers film, who mm. was intent on world domination. That's that, right. That is the Loki we have here. And what I did like is that in this, he does have that same arc where he comes to some realizations about himself, mm. which he has in the movies, like particularly in. Uh, 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 the Thor three Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. I feel like that he has a an understanding that he can be helpful as a person, despite still being a bit of a trickster. Mm. Yes. And in this, he it happens a lot quicker. I it would does, say. Yeah. But but having yeah. said that, a lot more happens to him across this show. Yeah. That's right. It's a little more intense, I think, for him. He goes through a lot. Yes. yes. And uh, you feel for him in moments. You hate him in moments. Mm-hmm. But his motivations stay true. Which I really liked. Mm. Yeah. And he's and, also very funny in this. Yeah. This show has such a nice wit and nice friendly comedy to it. That it's Tom oh, Tom Hiddleston, is that is that his yeah. name? Yeah, that's like, right. It's the same same actor. Yeah. And he you can see that he's passionate about this about this yeah. character. He did yeah. come out um recently, I think a couple of weeks well, when this when was it? It doesn't really matter. He came out and said that he would love to continue playing Loki just yeah. forever, basically. So I'd he, love to have him forever. Yeah, yeah so I, is... I think he's one of those actors who's just he just loves doing it. And I think that's evident in this show is how much fun he's having. He's been a fan favorite for, for 10 years, and there's, that's a good mm. reason why. It's just yeah. he, every time he's on screen, he's just incredibly likable. There's a good yeah. behind the scenes on on all of these series, and the one about Loki is quite good. Where you see him, he talks about like they're on set, and he's putting on his original Loki costume, and he said, "I put this on for the first time ten years ago," mm-hmm. and just how much he enjoys every little bit of it, <laughs> and that there was that moment that they knew that Loki was such a fan favorite that w- he went out on stage at Comic Con as Loki, yeah, fully dressed up, that. and the fans. Ate it up. <laughs> they absolutely like they. He demanded them as his subjects. Oh right, know. I haven't seen and that. And people were just it. like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" <laughs> it, it, that's actually quite cool if you can find it online. Um, but yeah, so so Loki here goes through a bit of a journey. He does, and I think um, what's what's wow, what's Owen Wilson's character's name? Mobius. Mobius. Um, Who I loved by Mobius the way. M. I, Mobius. I instant. He's got the same. Yeah. Does the M stand for Mobius I as well? I assume so. Probably. Um, he, again, an in- instantly likable character mm. in this. And, and they do butt heads, Loki and, and Mobius, throughout the series, I think. They, they, they have a cool relationship, but they definitely, there are moments where basically Mobius is like down dog, you know, yeah. remember who's, <laughs> remember I'm in charge here, that kind of thing. And then obviously Loki is legitimately a god. So there's that's that kind of fun interplay there that was cool. I really, really enjoyed the first episode of this. I thought the first episode was the, the most succinct of the series mm. in that it, it, it had to set up this new world and had to set up all these new rules as well, as well as give Loki that sort of that emotional journey that he's had 
over movies for the last 10 years within the space of 15 minutes. Yeah. And that, and, and that, the, the device by which they do that is, is excellent. It's very, very mm. – it's a nice little nostalgia trip for the audience as well. They it show is, in, like, yeah. his, 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 his uh, Well, technically his future. Is technically his future. Yeah. You get to see what happens in Thor the Dark World and Thor yep. Ragnarok and, and in, the, in Endgame as well. And mm. yeah. Which was good. And his reactions to that I thought was very interesting. They played it very... Mm-hmm. It wasn't the reaction I thought that character would have. Well, we, we can spoil Endgame. That came out a few years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, he dies in Endgame. No, uh, Infinity War. Sorry. Is it... Oh, no. It, yeah, it is. A, uh, doesn't... It, those are one movie anyway, really. <laughs> so, he does. And he sees his death at the beginning of this TV show going like, what, you mean if I continue doing what I wanted mm-hmm. to do, I could... And that is the catalyst, I think, for his character arc is, okay, well, that's not going to work, is it? I'll have to try and find it. I think he tries to think of other ways to achieve the same goal but obviously not coming up against thanos yeah adding to that is the fact that there's a there's a point toward the epi- at the end of the end of the episode where he um goes seeking the tesseract once more yes and he finds out that like because this is the tva there are a bunch of infinity gems just sort of lying about <laughs> They're using them as yeah. paperweights which is amazing um and he sort of realizes that the infinity gems are not a power the tva that's that's the power right there yeah I thought that was a great moment. It was. Mm. No, it definitely was. It's really nice how it takes a step back. Like a lot of the episodes are just conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like punctuated with excellent action and storytelling. But I really like those moments. It just took, it yeah. took time to breathe. I, this redeemed, um, along with, with WandaVision as well, redeemed um, the bitter aftertaste that was Black Widow and how boring the action mm, yeah. was. And again, this is a <laughs> common talking point for me these days, but it is true. Um, again, like this... Great, just char- like one-on-one scenes with characters, but also the action, you don't, you're not bored through that. You're not yeah. waiting, like, let me get back to the really nitty-gritty character stuff. Mm. This delivers on both fronts, which is great. It also provides with a lot of really interesting worlds. We yeah. go, again, I mean, they, they are looking after time, so there is a bit of time traveling going on, which is a lot of fun. And we go to a few different places, which was, I, I love the design. It just looks so good. And because and time travel is always so difficult to, you know, <laughs> You could write a thousand essays on how time travel works in movies. And in this, they have a good little mechanic about basically destroying artifacts of time. Uh, what would you say? Disturbance? Yeah. 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 And so, it, you know, it, it just raises a few less questions about the impact <laughs> of time travel yeah. and reality. And, you know, I think it made, made it palatable for an audience to understand. Yeah. I, th- I think so. The, the only question I really had, and it's. It's not a question that really needs asking. It was more just like me musing to myself was the Avengers in Endgame travel in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why were they not also arrested? Oh, they, it said in the first episode. Oh, did they, it? They were yeah. meant to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why, why didn't they? No, what? no, no. They, they, oh, you the mean Avengers, the Avengers were meant to do that? They were yes. meant to travel in time. Yeah, there was ah. something about, um, oh, what do they say? That was the timekeeper's plan all along or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was something about, but didn't Loki complain about them doing yeah. it? He was like, well, hang on, didn't like you, you've just shown me in this that they did that. He goes, no, 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 they were meant to do that. It's all part okay. of the sacred timeline. All part of the sacred timeline. Which does bring us on to the idea of the timekeepers. So yeah. the TVA is ruled by these kind of elusive, we don't really know where they are, um, but these very powerful beings who are the ones who are in charge of the sacred timeline and the TVA work for them. Mm-hmm. And... I suppose in terms of plot, Loki's plan, which is obviously not to help Mobius, just go along with it while he can, is to 
take control of yeah. that sacred timeline. That's his new, mm. you know, domination plan. Because we're still talking about the original dominant Loki That's that right. wants to take over everything. And he's just like, well, this is a much bigger now. Yep. Yeah. So whilst he's, you know, going along with Mobius in search of this other Loki variant, he's still scheming and doing his own his own sort of plans. I did like that moment where Mobius says, well, you're the god of mischief, but what you do isn't that mischievous. You're just heinous, like you're killing people. Yeah. How is that mischievous? Mischievous is, you know, pretending to, you know, just some kind of fun prank. It's not murdering entire cities or something like that. He's turning himself into a snake and then biting them. Yeah, because he knows that Thor adores snakes <laughs> yeah, and he picks and it up that, to admire it. And like there's that beautiful scene which is out of the mythology of Loki is that he gets, you know, he gets put in a naughty corner and he gets put in a time loop room yeah. where oh. it's Thor's wife who he's just cut the hair off of. Lady Sif. Lady Sif. Is Sif and Thor, didn't they get married? Uh, in- she's not in Ragnarok. Uh, she's in Dark World. They did not get married. Okay, I feel like there was something going on there in the mythology. What about Natalie Portman? I haven't seen the first two Thor films, so... Uh, They don't get married. What? I haven't seen them. I know. I haven't seen um, Black Panther either. Oh, dear. Yeah. Okay, you got a bit of watching to do, my boy. Uh, I know. Um, But, you know, that was something where there was a thing in Norse mythology where Loki has chopped off someone's hair for a joke and she's not very happy with it and <laughs> Thor's not very happy with it. But there's that just that thing where every 30 seconds she walks in yeah. and slaps him yep. yeah. or punches on re- him. On repeat. On repeat. And he could be in there for 10,000 years. It could be Groundhog Day and you never mm. know. Something I've always liked about the Marvel films is just how uh, how how concise they can be. They don't really push that to our boundary and it's always a nice, neat uh, story to be told. And I was I was deadly worried about the the TV series format. I was like, mm-hmm. are, are they going to just going to spiral? Is this going to spiral? Is this going to get become you know too laborious or you know um, is it going to be too self indulgent? And what I've found is that especially with all three of these series, it's it's starting to feel like the TV format is almost their own little comic book series. In that, you know, yeah. uh, little little uh, little comic book arcs are always about, you know, six issues long. Yeah, it, it's it's funny. I, I I don't think it's a spoiler to say that there is going to be a season two of Loki. Yeah. Part of me kind of would would have liked to have thought this could have been a really good Band of Brothers situation where it's just one off mm-hmm. kind of thing. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that we're going to get more, but I think when we get into later seasons, that's where we're in the trouble of it maybe becoming a bit. Laborious, and that's yeah. where they could start really pushing things that and losing their focus because this first season is extremely focused. Well, the creator of this season, uh, this particular first season, has walked away. Oh no, he said, No, that's the story I wanted to tell. Yeah, that's that's all I need to do. Which, um, that's not a massive issue. No, it's it, yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, okay, I don't want to talk the, about the ending, but yeah, they have set themselves up to tell more stories. They have, yes, they have. So, I'm not super worried about that. I am, I'm just more, I'm thankful that they've been able to handle the TV series format quite well. They have. Yeah, mm. no, they, they have. It, it, it feels comic booky. Yes. And, and this raises a thing for me about, you know, the storyline of Loki is the ultimate conclusion of that is what, it, what happens in the end, you know, essentially mm-hmm. the end of time, like what, what happens. In terms of Marvel then, when does this end? When does Marvel stop making these movies, or is or are we just this will just is now a part of our cinematic universe? Is that yeah. Marvel will not stop? And this is again when, when I always say that after Endgame, I kind of was done with the Marvel thing, like in terms of following it actively. Mm. 
again, it's like I'm kind of just hesitant to embrace this next phase mm. because I don't know how mm. big it's going to be. Well, and that's the thing. Do we get, does it fall into the Simpsons trap where it just can't stop? Y- yes, exactly. That like when it just keeps going, we, we've had one very natural ending of, of the 10 years of the infinity saga, mm. which was done very well. And there's obviously room to, they've got so many characters that they're not, they could, they can do so much with that. But the infinity saga had such a plan that they followed really well. I'm worried that, is there an arc for what we're setting up at the moment? Or are these just like, hey, is, here's some like little random things that kind of connect. Is it drawing from the comics? I know they are drawing on characters from the comics. I guess they've got a lot to draw on from there. Oh, but yeah. does it need to be translated to film? Mm. Uh, or do we want... I mean, again... Do we, do, we, do we want it to keep going? Like, yeah, I know, do something else? But saturation, it makes some money. Saturation the is, a, is a thing. Um, I think the reason these series feel so fresh and why I've enjoyed these so much as opposed to watching the Black Widow film is that it it is it, it's a new format, mm-hmm. and I, I've never mm. seen like Agents of Shield or any. I know they're obviously TV series as well, but it felt different. Mm-hmm. But I think once this machine really kicks up and they're making loads of TV series, it might start to feel a bit same same suddenly. Um, I think the other issue is that I've watched all three of these pretty close together, so I am also aware that I don't want to let that affect. I, I suffer from superhero fatigue. After a while, I think most people do, and I think I may have might be in danger of feeling that way anyway, only because I've watched these more or less back to back. So I don't think they're designed to be watched back to back like I have done. And I think if you space them out, they'll feel they'll be able to breathe a bit more. And I guess that what we also got to um, accept and consider too is that you know, the last these last three episodes that were done, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and now Loki, is that the TV series existing in the Marvel universe is not new. No, no. But these three have been particularly marquee because they are film characters, yeah. major film characters mm. now appearing in TV shows because we've had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we had Agent Carter. Agent Carter, you had um, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, The Punisher, Luke Cage. <laughs> Heaps. <laughs> Loads of them. Hey, and, and I've never seen any of those because I've never wanted to. I've never, no, neither I've never I. needed. I'm sure they're really good if you're a really big fan of the films. But I was like, no, no, I've got what I need out of the movies. Whereas these TV shows, just from the trailers, especially Loki, I was really keen to see, it felt like it had something really significant to add. Mm. Yeah. And I like that. I'm just, yeah, like I said, my only fear is that as time goes on, that significance might diminish. I, I think you're both right because Marvel Ooh. isn't slowing down in the next uh, two to three years at least. No. What they need to do, uh, I'm not super concerned about an overarching narrative anymore. I'm. I want to see more things like Loki, like like WandaVision in particular. I I want to see more unique voices in these these properties. Yes, and we've got you know sixty um, odd years worth of stories to draw on. Yeah, yeah. Sixty odd years worth of characters to draw on as well. Yikes! There's 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 no lack of of different sort of stories to tell. I I just hope that. Like Loki, like WandaVision, we're, we're finding unique voices to tell it and they're still telling it well and with passion. I would suggest as well the big one is, again, when we did Black Widow, we said that this movie was made by committee. Mm-hmm. All these shows, I think for me personally, with the exception maybe of um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but WandaVision and this definitely feel like the creative teams are allowed to actually be creative and 
just throw wild ideas out there. We have a version of Loki in this TV show that's an alligator. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, that's a terrific <laughs> idea. Um, yeah, Shakespearean Loki. Yeah, we got uh, Richard E. Grant as a fantastic appearance as an older Loki, which is great. Uh, but I feel like, it, again, it's got that personality that sometimes I think we can lose in these big series that so many people work on. It become a, can come become a... It can become a bit sterile, I think, sometimes. Yeah. I, I think Marvel need to... There needs to be some concession from Marvel as to whether everyone needs to watch every Marvel property because I don't think that's the case anymore. I've never, think, I've never, like I said, I'm, like Matt, I haven't watched any of those like Luke Cage or anything mm-hmm. like that, and I don't feel like I've lost anything. Yeah, f- you know, nothing's yeah. missing from the movies because the movies for me is the key thing to watch in this in this universe. But particularly for for Disney Plus, they need to to step back and go, do all of these properties need to factor into the big overarching mm. plot. Yeah. Well, I they're doing that TV show, um, What If, the animation, Yeah. which I was curious about. It's not something that I'm going to rush out to watch, but something that really made me concerned is them saying, you yeah, know, this is still part of the canon. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a show that does not need to be part of the canon. Like, yeah, what If is basically this um, alternate versions of, of superheroes, basically, is what that's going to be. Mm. Like, what if Captain America was actually English, which is such a character trait. And forward thinking. Um, I just I, that kind of show is good as a novelty thing. Yeah. I think I don't see how that would ever need to feed back into the main story. And I don't think mm. it will. I think it's going to be there for for you know fanboys like me who are who are on board for the journey and willing to yeah. look at every one of these things. And I hope that people can sit down and and, and watch it and not really be expecting a larger tie-in narrative with with what if you know i i yeah. want people to sit down and go i'm enjoying this just for what it is it's something that a part of the mcu but not super a part of it it's just going to be nice to fun fun mm. to watch now mm. if i may bring it back to the trailer yes um talking about all these different tv shows it can be very overwhelming for someone who's new to the Marvel thing. Let's be honest, this has been going on since 2007 or eight, whenever the first Iron Man film came out. There's a lot of content there. This trailer, I think, sells this show really well. If you like the trailer, mm. you'll love this TV show. Yep. I, think- I agree. I, I I had a big smile on my face watching that trailer because I, you know, there were things that were happening in there that I remember in the, in the TV show and I go, I love it. Yeah, it's so well put together. Especially the, the, the comedy as well is great. Yeah, the the um, the production value is you know absolutely probably the best you can get in yeah. in cinema at it, the moment. But it's a TV show. I'm assuming these all cost a lot because these are like movie grade yeah. special mm. effects. They're shot in the anamorphic widescreen, mm. and you can probably it's probably why a lot of the thing, scenes are you know conversations between people. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, some of the CGI is a little bit so-so in a few things but you just don't care yeah i mean there was a, one of my favorite episodes in fact two of my favorite episodes i believe are back to back both take place on an alien planet mm-hmm. um yeah. d- different alien planets and i'm looking at again like you know it's not perfect i'm going this could be like a star wars film like this yeah. looks fantastic mm. there's a great continuous take while they're trying to board a shuttle later on in in the show and it's done as this sort of i guess race against time yeah. to get and mm. i thought that was terrifically well done i thought this is great this is what you would if this was in a movie i would not have ever thought oh this doesn't look like a proper movie and the tension that you feel you you worry about the characters the characters <laughs> you think you wouldn't care about you care about them and it's just like oh, i hope you succeed mm. yeah that was, it was good so so yeah that's i think that was the thing for me when i knew we were going to do this these marvel things and which which can go either way. Like like the Black Widow trailer, I seem to remember being all right. Yeah, you know, it definitely didn't indicate what the film would be like. But this, 
as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, no, I'm genuinely excited to watch this. And I think that's a really good mark for, so- especially for someone like me who's kind of bored of the Marvel thing, mm. to get excited about something is they've done well to do mm. that. <laughs> well, what would you, out of, out of a five watts, do they have a name for their pruning wand? Oh, the, the baton oh, things. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Um, I was uh, just five variants. Variants, infinity stones. <laughs> yeah, I like. I, I do like some of the um, realizations that some have about, you know, that being a variant because Loki is a variant. It's just how that works with you psychologically. Is just <laughs> is such a good a good point. Yeah. You want to go with variants? Uh, yeah, let's do variants. All right. All right. Yeah. Would you? I would, no. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. It's, it's, it's going to be a five for me. Okay. Um, absolutely. Uh, I think this is. Probably the most integral TV series to sort of the new world they're building for for post um, Infinity Stones. It's done so well, and you wouldn't have thought that a Loki TV series about him on alternate timelines would would do that. But uh, yeah, for me, this is this is absolutely a five. I enjoyed everything about. It. I thought the the look, the feel, the cinematography, the the music, the absolute absolute <laughs> amazing score by Natalie Holt. Mm. That was e- yeah. excellent. Um, I loved all the characters in this as well, and I loved I loved the reveals. It was yep. it was right up my alley. It it satisfied me mm-hmm. to no end. That, yeah, yeah I, that's terrific. And just ask us. You are hard to satisfy. Indeed. Yeah, that um, is true. Uh, Man, do you want to go? Yeah, if, if if that's all right. I am not a huge Marvel fan, but I ate up this show the whole way through and was genuinely excited about what was going on. And I, for me, that's a big deal because, I, I'm again, I'm not a huge Marvel person. It's a five from me. Ah, well, I'm going to disappoint you both. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> and go with four and a half. Because the, the only little problem that I had with it is that I felt that it got a little drawn out just before the end. Around episodes four and five, I got a little bored. I was a little bit like, uh, okay, let's let's move things along a bit now, and but looking like thinking back about it now, I was like, why was I bored? Like, why did I feel like that? And I suppose I'd have to watch it again, which I would be happy to watch this again because it was so engaging. And it is only six episodes, and it is only six episodes. They're I think 40, 50 minute episodes, roughly. Yeah. yeah. But um, I did find myself just absolutely pressing next episode on this because did they release it all at once or was it weekly? Weekly. Okay, so I caught up with it after it was all available. Yeah, me too. I watched it pretty much in one go. And um, <laughs> I reckon, yeah, I watched it maybe over three or four days. And yeah, so it's just it just had that, in terms of that binge watching, there was a bit of a slowdown in the episodes four or five, and then it ramped right up again. I was like, ah, this is good. I'm in. Interesting. Maybe it was even early an episode. I don't know. Anyway, you guys are wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, so four and a half because I just... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now I feel bad the way that both you're both. No, fourteen at me. and a half is great. It's, it's a fine. pretty good it's score. Fine. It's okay. It's a pretty good score. It's a very good score. Yeah. No, I think well, well deserved. Well, that's, that was a fun Marvel month, wasn't it? it was. Well, not quite a whole month. <laughs> Almost it. three weeks, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I say roughly, it was three weeks. <laughs> it was exactly. Three it was exactly weeks. <laughs> three weeks. Back certainly to our norm- up, Certainly made up for February. That's for sure. Um, what what was in February? Australia Movie Month. Oh, I love that. We should do another Australia Movie Month. There are so many to choose from. No, there wasn't, was there? Really? <laughs> Actually, I think Australia Movie Month was our worst ratings that we ever oh, had. Sad. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> so maybe we need to do World Movie Month or something like yeah, that. You know, if yeah. there's an Indian film that anyone wants to do, or a or a, a, a Norwegian film, or. 
uh, a Chinese film, you know, whatever. I don't know. Give us an idea. The you Icelandic know. version of Rams. Why not? Why the, not? The original version, yeah. as it were. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, if you're listening from your country, where you're from, send us a movie that's popular in your mm. country, and we'll have a have a have a have a watch of it and see if we can actually interpret what's going on. Yeah, and uh, hopefully not offend anyone, which is also a good option. We've been the Trailer Island podcast, and we compare films in their trailers to the film to what the trailer films. You can find us all on all the things on Facebook, Instagram, all those sort of things. You know, send us a message. Send us an email, contact at trailerisland.com.au and uh, you can send us a message on Facebook as well. Send in your requests. We'd love to hear from you. I've been Alex. I was joined by... Matthew. Mobius S. Mobius. Oh, Mobius Steve. Is it Steve? Is that what it stands for? What am I going to say? <laughs> We've been the Trail Island Podcast. Good night, everybody. And was that? <laughs> I think he's had a stroke. Oh, dear. This is a Narrative Network podcast.